You're listening to the Winsight Podcast Network. Take your industry insights to the next level by becoming a Restaurant Business subscriber. Go to restaurantbusinessonline.com, click on the blue subscribe button in the upper right-hand corner, enter promo code PODCAST23, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-23, to get your first month of RB Basic for free. After promo period, current rates apply. And now please enjoy this episode of RB Daily. Pollo Tropical is being sold. Battle over Mr. Beast Burger takes another turn, and Liberia didn't work as well the second time for El Pollo Loco. Welcome to RB Daily, a quick look at the industry's top stories from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor at RB. And I'm Jonathan Mays, Editor-in-Chief of Restaurant Business. Pollo Tropical is being sold for $225 million. Authentic Restaurant Brands, the owner of Permonte Brothers, PJ Wallahans, and Mambo Seafood, is paying $8.50 per share for the 169-unit chain. Authentic Restaurant Brands is run by a pair of former Restaurant Brands International executives, including former Popeye's president, Felipe Athade, and former Tim Hortons president, Alex Macedo. The purchase price was a modest premium over the closing price of Pueblo Tropical Parent Fiesta Restaurant Group on Friday. Virtual Dining Concepts is suing Mr. Beast, one week after Mr. Beast sued Virtual Dining Concepts. The company accused its partner in the Mr. Beast Burger virtual brand of damaging its reputation with online attacks after VDC denied his attempt to renegotiate their agreement resulting in nine figures worth of damages. Mr. Beast's own lawsuit claimed that negative reviews of Mr. Beast Burger hurt his brand and that VDC overstepped their agreement. The dueling lawsuits put the future of Mr. Beast Burger in question. I, for one, am totally shocked that this thing has ended up in complex litigation. El Pueo Loco had great success with the Berea LTO last year, but when they brought the item back in the second quarter this year, it did not perform as well. Last week, the grilled chicken chain said system-wide same-source sales dropped 3.4% for the second quarter, driven down by a 4.5% decrease in transactions. Tough comparisons were partly to blame, but CEO Larry Roberts also said getting away from the brand's signature chicken may have also hurt. But sales were trending better so far in the third quarter, with comp sales up 1.8% over the four weeks ending in on July 26. So all's better now. <laughs> Steak and Shake's revenue and profits improved last quarter, but the company keeps closing locations. Revenues at Big Larry Holdings restaurant operations, mostly the burger chain, increased 7% in the second quarter to $64.5 million, according to Big Larry Holdings' second quarter earnings report. Earnings from that segment more than doubled to $9.2 million. But Steak and Shake continues to close restaurants. Franchisees have closed 16 restaurants so far this year, according to the earnings report, while the company closed eight restaurants and sold two to franchise partners. But another 30 Steak and Shake's restaurants are also closed, with 20 of the locations up for sale, and another 10 set to be refranchised. A record number of LTOs and new items launched this summer, turning June and July into a season of accelerated menu innovation. It was a summer of 2023 phenomenon, said one chef, as the pandemic was finally in the rearview mirror and consumers were eager to have away-from-home dining experiences. Plus, more Americans plan to travel, boosting restaurant traffic. 
To draw in those customers, chains of every segment introduced items with fresh and on-trend flavors, dishes that evoked memories of summer fun, and shareables for the larger number of group get-togethers. And that should do it for today's episode of RB Daily. Tune in every weekday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Joe Guskowski. And I'm still Jonathan Mays. Have a great day. 